Hello, everyone. You are about to listen to a live event. I was the keynote speaker for the 2023 annual holiday event, and I pray that you are blessed. The topic is you are a gift. I love you all. I pray that you're encouraged. If any of you all know anything about me, uh, I like to go deep really fast. I don't do a lot of fluff talking. So um, you all have to give me permission that I can go deep really quickly. I know that this is an annual holiday event, and I'm so honored that you all have um, asked me to be the keynote. Um, but I don't do fluff very well. So I'm going to go deep, but I'm not going to leave you low, okay? I'm going to bring you back up because I understand we're here to have some fun and have a good time. Uh, but I only know one way of doing it, and that's to be myself. So first of all, first thing I want you all to do, uh, I want everyone in this room to close their eyes. Everyone close their eyes. And I want everyone in this room to leave all of their titles at the door. I see some eyes open. Close your eyes. Hey, everyone, close your eyes. So in this room, you don't get to be, oh, what'd you say? A little closer to the mic. Oh, a little closer to the mic? Okay, sorry about that. Everyone can hear me? So in this room, you don't get to be a CEO. And I know there are a lot of CEOs in here today. You don't get to be a president, not while you're in this room. You're not a director. You're not a manager. I see some of you smiling now. Uh, in this room, you're not even a mother or a father. I want you to leave every single title at the door. And my question to you, keep your eyes closed just a little bit longer. What's left? Sit in that for a moment. You can do it for another 10 seconds. It's not going to hurt you. But minus all the titles and all of the responsibilities, and I know some of you are over some pretty large corporations. I know what's on your plate. Minus all the titles and all the responsibilities, what's next? What's left? You can open your eyes now. So the reason I ask that question uh, is because I've had the pleasure uh, of being able to really see behind the curtains what happens and what people are really going through in life. As Brian mentioned, and thank you again for such an amazing announcement, um, uh, by the God, grace of God, um, I have a podcast that streams on all continents. And um, yeah, we're, we're teetering probably closer to about a million followers now worldwide, which is unbelievable. Um, don't even know how that happened. That's nothing but the grace of God. Uh, but I also get to see people like you, you know, looking good up front. And I get to see what it looks like behind the scenes because every single day, and one of my staff members is here, she can attest to this, we get thousands and thousands and thousands of messages every single day. In fact, we, had to, we have someone now that literally has to watch and go through a lot of the DMs. And I'm letting you know that just because the person sitting next to you may look like he or she is doing okay, most people are not. Many people are hurting. Now, I told you I'm going to take you down. I'm going to bring you up. So we're going to be going on a little bit of a roller coaster. The good news with this is I'm hoping and praying that by the time this keynote is over, that you realize that you are a gift. And it's not tied to your circumstances. It's not tied to your KPIs. And I know there are some go-getters in this room. It's not tied to your relationships. It's not tied to what other people say about you. It's not tied to how much money you may have in your bank. It's not tied to any of that. So I want everyone to look around the room for a minute. This is a pretty big room. There are a lot of people in here. Look around the room. Look around really good. The vast majority of people in this room, and I know we have a lot of young professionals as well. I welcome you all. Uh, but the vast majority of the people in this room, I believe, are probably somewhere in my age range. I'm well into my 50s. So let's just say the vast majority of people in the room are probably in their 40s or 50s, maybe 60s or what have you. Are you all aware we're not going to be here that long? 
I see a lot of heads nodding. Are you all really aware of that? We actually, we're, we're not here that long. Think about a century, a hundred years, how quickly, just like that, boom, hundred years go by, hundred years go by. Think about how long people, how, how long humans have been on this earth. You know, how long the earth has been here. Now that's up for debate, I'm not gonna go into that one. But just think about how quickly a hundred years go by. So it may seem like life is going like this, you know, really, really, really slowly. It may seem like it, but I'm letting you all know it's just like this and it's gone. So look around the room again, and I want you to, I want you to think about something. Are you all aware that maybe, and I'm going to be very generous with the timing I'm going to give, maybe in the next three to five decades from now, that's assuming everyone in this room is going to live to be 100 plus years of age, you all aware that the majority of people won't even be in this room anymore. So while this topic is going to focus heavily on you are a gift, I want you to realize one of the most important gifts that you have in your life right now is the gift of time. And that's what I want to spend a little bit of time parking on, the gift of time. Everyone in the room, just take a really big breath. Uh-oh, we're having a little bit of a mic issue. Hang on a second here, don't get it fixed. Everyone in this room, take a really big breath. Hold it and let it out. That was a gift right there. Because you're never going to get this moment back again. That breath you just took, you would never in your life on this day at this time take that breath again. Take another big breath. Big breath. Hold it. Let it out. That's another gift. Now you may say, Z, you're going a little deep with this. What is this all about? I'm trying to get you all to see it as a gift. The fact that you're even still above ground. If we can't tie our identities always to how we perform in the workplace, to what's going on in life, what's going on in our personal lives and things of that such. Because if you put your value there and you don't recognize the, the gift that's truly inside, you're going to be in for a world of trouble. But I'm not going to leave you low. I keep telling you I'm going to bring you high. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, uh, my podcast in just a minute. Uh, and again, this is not in any way me um, uh, bragging about the podcast. I, I'm bringing this up again because... What you all don't realize is so many people, uh, with my podcast followers, I have people that are, you know, like you all, many of you all, CEOs and executives and what have you, and then I have people that don't have a dime to their name. And I have people that are extremely religious. They have some of the largest churches, as far as in my opinion, in the world, which I don't know why they follow me, but anyway, in the world. And I have people that's never picked up a Bible day in their life and don't even care to do so. But one of the things that I've noticed with, with, with all of them, every single person on the outside it looks so good. So like if you click on a profile picture and you go and you take a look, everything looks so good. Kind of like the people in this room right now. And you guys are a good looking bunch of people. So I want to do a little bit of a demonstration. I got up at about three this morning. You know, I'm a prayer warrior for those who don't know. But I got up about three this morning this idea came to me and I said, you know what, I'm going to do my best to demonstrate this. Can you all see this paper bag? I'm going to use this paper bag as an analogy. Now, see if you can follow me with this. This paper bag is going to represent who we are. It's going to represent you, me, everyone in this room. So listen carefully. This is how it looks to most people. We look good. We look like everything's okay. We're going to work. We're doing our best. Am I right? Right? I see some part, somebody's like, eh. <laughs> That's okay. But we're going to work. We're doing our best, right? We're trying our best to maintain family. Some of us have responsibility with kids and what have you. But on the outside, we actually look okay, right? 
Well, because I get to see behind the curtains, because we get thousands and thousands and thousands of DMs a day, and please know that I'm not exaggerating when I say that, of so, so, so many people who look just like this, but they don't know their true value on the inside. In many cases, they even base their value on if they have a job or not. Some people feel like just because they don't have money or because they don't have a job or because their marriage is ending or because their children are on drugs or because whatever, they think the value for them is no longer there. They forget that they're the gift. They forget. So this is how we look on the outside. But most people, you see this back here? Most people, and I wish to God I was lying, most people, this is how they really see themselves. Pressure, right? Sometimes unforgiveness. Maybe things happen in your life and you haven't forgiven yourself for some things you've allowed to happen. You wish you made better decisions at that time, but you just didn't know any better, right? Stress, right? We all know in the workplace how things can be, right? I wrote down a couple more examples here because I don't want to miss any. Not having healthy boundaries. Some people don't have healthy boundaries. I know I didn't. Tired. That's a big one, right? There we go. You're giving and you're giving and you're giving. Now here's a big one. Now you guys gave me permission to go deep for a moment, am I right? Yes, everyone say yes. You guys gave me permission. I understand this is a holiday event. We're gonna get happy in a minute, but I'm just trying to, you know, I gotta go deep first before I pull you back up. There are also many people who struggle with addictions and bad habits, things that are really, really, really uh, impacting that gift that's inside of them. And they look just like you all. So even when I look in this room, you know, it's funny, it, I just have to always just give God the glory, but what, because of the exposure that we have, or I have with being able to see so much across the platform, I'm talking superstars, singers, you name it, it doesn't matter. When I look across a room like this, and even though you all are some sharp people, I look and I say to myself, you wanna know what goes in my mind? God, please help these babies. Because I know so many of them are hurting. So many of them are going through things and the person that they're working with don't even know. They don't even know that some of them are lonely and in marriages and been married for years but still feel single. They have absolutely no idea what some of these people are going through at night. I'm talking when the makeup is off, when the briefcase is down, when the suit is off, when you've come home at the end of the day, you're driving to work. I'm gonna pick you up. I, I, I promise I'm gonna pick you up. I'm just making a point. I gotta show you my perspective because I get these messages every day. I would, I would imagine about 20% of the people in this room have an addiction or a habit or something that, that they need to work on or get some professional help with, and you don't even know. And you can be sitting right next to them because they look so cute, so nice in their suit, nice car, everything's looking good, and you have no idea of the amount of people that even wonder, gosh, is it worth just continuing sometimes? So now I'm going to pick you up. <laughs> I want you all to look again at this bag. And even though many times this is where we see our, you know, our value, this is a gift that, this is many times how people see the gift. I have to spend so much time helping people to see, especially in my mentorship program, and believe it or not, especially the mentorship program I have for entrepreneurs and business owners, you think that it would be the opposite, especially for them, because they're the ones most stressed out. But I have to spend a lot of time helping them to see that they are a gift. 
focusing on who are you, who are you really. And I'm hoping that by the time my keynote is, op is over, you guys give yourself permission. Just give yourself permission, just be open to unraveling that bag just a little bit and giving yourself permission to realize that deep inside, now let's just pretend this is a very expensive diamond. Everybody say, ooh, <laughs> right, right? Give yourself permission to realize that inside of all of this, because guess what, all of us have messed up. Trust me, we all have messed up. We all have issues. It's just not everybody's as honest as, I, you know, I'm pretty honest about my stuff now, it's just who I am. So I really don't care what people think about me at this point. But anyway, we all have messed up in some way or another. But I'm praying by the end of this keynote, we're gonna go through a really fun exercise. I did something really special for you all, and you better like it, because it took a lot of time to get it together. My staff took a whole day organizing it, and we're about to do some things in a few minutes to help you all out. But I took a lot of time thinking through, what can I do to help them to see that even though some of them see this, some of them see this, this is what's inside. The gift, the greatness that's inside of you. Not based on your circumstances, not based on your performance. And yes, we have issues. Yes, we have sometimes we have to forgive and go through things in life. I'm gonna tell you guys something that um, I wasn't actually planning on talking about. And by the way, let me put this diamond back into the bag. And some of you may feel like, you know what, Z, it's a bit too much for me. I wanna just kinda stay like this. I wanna stay like this, and I'm good. And you get to decide. I'm not gonna sit here and play therapist for you. You know, I'm not gonna do that. You get to decide. You get to decide if you wanna go that route. But I want you guys to hang with me for a little bit. Something I've not talked about, <clears throat> um, especially for those of you, and young professionals, I really want you all to listen up because I know how tough the industry is, I know how tough the economy is, I know how hard you all are working, right? I know many of the presidents at your companies, I know a lot what's going on. When my son passed away, some of you all know I lost my son, uh, there's only two or three people that know what I'm about to tell you. Uh, or when he was transitioning, I should say, when he, when he, uh, uh, he, he was beginning to reject his bone marrow transplant. I was actually at work working late that day. And I knew I needed to get home and I thought, oh, I just want to close this deal. So I'm on the phone with a client and I'm willing and dealing and whatever it is trying to close this big deal that we were working on this big placement. And um, I didn't have healthy boundaries in place, which we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, you guys. Because life was just about where we can get what we need to do, right? And all I remember is getting a call and very few people know this, and my husband's like, my husband's like, you gotta get to the hospital right away. You know, he's fell in his transplant. And by the time I get there, he's practically, practically a vegetable. So I, they kept him alive long enough for us to be there to have um, our last moments with him. And the reason I bring this up is, I don't remember the deal that I was working on. If you offered me a million dollars right now and you say, Z, tell me the client that you were working with, you know, on that day. Tell me the client. What, what client was it? I would have to give you the money back because I don't know. I can't remember. I can't even remember the candidate. I don't know if we got the placement or not. It didn't care. All I knew is that I had a very unhealthy balance in my life 
working and working and working. And just to be clear, because I can see some of the CEOs in the room like, Z, come on, be, be a little light on it. There's nothing wrong with working hard, you guys. I'm not against working hard. Sometimes you got to, you know, put in those extra hours and do what you got to do. I'm talking about the quality of life. Are you all following me? I'm not against working hard and working longer hours. The point that I'm making is I had no healthy boundaries in place. I didn't realize the true gift. I was just going to get, 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 and get. And so by the time I made it there to the hospital, and only two or three people know this, it was just in time for my husband and I to sit there and have our last moments with him. So I had to go through some therapy and counseling and get some help and forgive myself, forgive myself, uh, and, and, and realize that, okay, I, I can't go back and change things. And even if I was with him, nothing really different would have happened because he was rejecting. But the point I'm getting at is I had to go through that stage of learning to even forgive myself. So now let me pick you up a little bit. Let me pick you up. We're going to have a little bit of fun. Because you're like, Z, this is an annual holiday event. We're supposed to be laughing and smiling and having a good time. You're realizing a little bit, baby, I'm trying to help you. And I apologize for saying the word baby. I say that so easily on my podcast episodes. <laughs> I just thought about that. I'm streaming now, and they're probably like, yep, that's how she talks. As that's a term of, en of endearment. It's a term of love, so I don't mean that to be disrespectful to anyone in the room. So can I have two people please hand out uh, gift boxes? Everyone in the room, we're going to go do a nice little workshop exercise. It's about to get a gift box. When you get this gift box, uh, we may need one more person to help them just to speed up the time a little bit. Yeah. One or two more people. Yeah, okay. So I want everyone to get a gift box. Do not open the boxes. Do not open the boxes. I want everyone in this room to get this. Let me get my glasses on. I see there's some people streaming here. So for those of you who may be streaming and looking online, you can just go grab a couple sheets of paper and follow along on this workshop if you'd like. Everyone in the room, there's boxes being handed out to all the tables. Do not open the boxes. There should be a gift box on for every single person. Just about there. Just about there. A couple more tables. All right. Again, do not open the boxes. So I wish I had a lot more time with you all, um, but it looks like I've got maybe about a good 15 or so minutes to get this wrapped up. So I'm feel, even though all the boxes are not handed out yet, they're going as fast as they can, but eventually everyone in the room will get one. Now you can open up your box, and when you open up your gift boxes, you notice that there's going to be some cards inside, some little, I don't know, two by two or three by three cards. And on each of those cards, See the special message that I had on there for you all? I went all the way to Kinko's and had that done. But anyway, uh, in the middle of the night for you guys. But on each of these cards, you notice that it says you are a gift. You see that? So now we're going to have a little workshop. I want you to take out two cards. It doesn't matter what color. Take out a pen. Take out two, two cards. For those who are streaming online, you can just get a sheet of paper or something and write this down. And I have a question to ask you. Just two cards. Only take two out of the box. So on each of those cards, because I'm trying to force and get you guys to see that you are a gift, on each of those cards, I want you to write down what are two things that you're going to commit to doing to take better care of yourself physically. 
So if you have two cards, on one of the cards you're going to write an answer, and on the other one you're going to write an answer. So what are two things, now that you're sort of kind of believing this whole gift thing that this lady's talking about, right? What are two things that you're going to commit to to taking care of yourself physically? And you can write, put in whatever you want. It's up to you. It could be going to the gym, starting to work out, eating better. You know, try to be as specific as possible, you know? Try to be specific as possible. What are two things that you're going to do to take care of yourself physically? I'll try my best to give you a little bit of extra time. I know we're streaming. For those who are following online, um, feel free to go get a, a couple pieces of paper, and you can do this exercise yourself. Uh, I'm speaking at the annual holiday event right now, and um, you all are streaming in. So two things that you're going to commit to to take care of yourself physically. Everyone done with that or just about? Now take out two more cards. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story uh, before I give this one. I remember, especially when I didn't have healthy boundaries and I was just, you know, all over the place, not being present, working like you wouldn't believe. Everything was about what can I get, 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 get. Uh, I remember, because I'm a type A personality all day, I thought, hmm, everybody keeps saying you should have a mental checkup. Let me go meet a therapist or somebody and see what do they see. Are there any blind spots or something? And I'll never forget when I went to this therapist. I don't even remember her name. And uh, she said to me, she said, did you notice the fresh cut uh, green blades of uh, grass outside? And I'm like, I told her, I said, I, girl, I didn't know if it was concrete on the ground or grass. And then she kind of looked at me and she said, um, did you notice the, the, the flowers that were blooming at the door before you walked in? Did you notice the colors? And I'm, I'm being very honest with you all. I thought to myself, I have wasted my time. Lord, why am I in front of this woman? This is a waste of time. <laughs> then she asked me, what do you actually like doing? What's fun for you? And I said, researching my competitors. And, do it. And, and, and she says, no, I mean like on a vacation. I'm like, look, a vacation to me growing up, because we grew up in poverty, vacation to me was when you turned the light switch on, the lights came on, and there was food in the refrigerator. So my idea, I says, of having fun is researching my competitors. And she's like, you're going to need some more sessions. And I'm, <laughs> I looked at her, and I'm like, and honestly, I was shocked. I said, really? You think I need some more sessions? So I ended up having to go to her a few, not having to, I chose to go to her a few more months and get some help. I say that story to say, uh, I learned so much from her about the value in just being present. So the second question I have for you all is name two things. You took out two cards, right? Everyone has two. I want you to write two things that you're going to do to take better care of yourself mentally. Mentally. I gave my little example because I thought I was just fine. I thought I was just doing a little quick checkup, you know, like changing a flat tire. And she's like, mm, we need some more sessions. Mentally. And that can be whatever you're thinking. Again, I don't get to play the therapist role. So if you feel like, you know what, Z, I may need to do the same thing. You know, or I may just need to start spending more time meditating. I don't know. You figure that out. Two things you're going to do to take care of yourself mentally. Let me know when you're ready. Now, I'm going just a little bit faster for time. I see there, the food and everything is getting ready. Uh, I want you to take out two more cards. Two more cards. Now, am I doing good on time, Brian? Okay, good. So take out two more cards. I'm going somewhere with this, you all. I want you to name or, or commit to what are two things that you're going to do to take better care of yourself spiritually? Now, I already know there's a lot of different religions in this room, I'm sure. I respect whatever decisions you make. It's up to you.
For me, I love God and Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, so I spent quite a bit of time in prayer. You know, I do a number of things uh, that helps me. You get to decide, not enforcing religion on anyone, but what are the two things that you're gonna do to take better care of yourself spiritually, whatever that means for you, just to be clear. Whatever that means. What are two things that you're gonna do because you gotta take care of this precious gift, which is who you are. What have you been doing to take care of yourself? What are you gonna do to take care of yourself spiritually? however that looks to you. Speeding up just a little bit. I'll give you another minute. I see some people still writing. What are you going to do to take care of yourself spiritually? Take out another card. Just time just one. I want you to think through one thing that you would just love to do. You really don't get to do it often uh, with a family member or a friend. You know, it could be a friend you haven't seen forever. It's been years you've been wanting to make a trip out there. Whatever it is, one thing that you would love to do with your family or with friends. It could be anything. It could name something. Kayaking, I don't know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But name one thing that you would love to do with uh, family or with friends, but you've not done it or you've been putting it off. So just think for a moment on that. Could be with a family member, and some of you are thinking, no, I don't want to do nothing with family. I want to get away. Could be with a friend, right? Write that down. I hope that you all know I'm coming from a place of love. I'm not coming from a place of judgment. I'm here because I'm hoping and praying that your eyes are opening more and more and more, and you're recognizing the gift that truly is inside of you. Take out another card. There's plenty in the box that I gave you. Take out another one. My God. Some of you may have uh, re recalled me speaking. I think it was about a year or so ago because uh, I recognized some of the faces. We were at a different event. I think it was an executive conference. I don't even remember the name of the event that we had. But remember when I challenged you all um, to um, identify a goal or a dream, something that you really want to do in life? Do some of you all remember that? And remember I said, imagine 30 years from now you're finding that little note. Remember, we walked through that whole process. I want you to think through what is one thing, one talent that's been given to you? Something that's, you, it's just your heart's desire. It's a goal, it's a dream. It's just, I'm not talking making money. I'm not talking anything. Remember we left the titles at the door. What is that one talent that you've really not put to use or you've not gone all in on? Some of you last year, I remember one lady said she really loves cooking, but she knew she couldn't you know, make enough money doing that as a living. And one, one lady, and I don't know if she's in the room, I, I remember she said she really loves dancing. So let's just say if that's the example, you know, maybe you want to commit to taking a class. You get my point? So what is one talent, a gift, because I believe we all are born with the gift inside of us, just to be clear. What's one talent, a gift that's been given to you? And for whatever reason in life, for whatever reason, you've not put it to use or you've always kept it hidden under a bowl. Now, if you've read my book, Necessary, you should already know what I'm talking about. You've kept it hidden under a bowl because you want to protect it and you're worried about what people will say or think because that has nothing to do with my career. I can't just go off doing that. So think through that one thing and make sure it's something that challenges you a little bit. So write that down on your card. We're almost there, you guys. We're winding down. Take out another card.
This for me is a big one. What is one healthy boundary that you need to establish for yourself? And only you would know what that is. Because I can tell you for certain, many people do not have healthy boundaries in their life. It could be in relationships, it could be in the workplace, it could be with friendships, it could be, I mean, I can give 50 examples. What is one healthy boundary? Take some time to think about that. What's a healthy boundary that you need to establish in your life? Healthy boundary, think of one. And by the way, I should have said this in the beginning, please be honest with yourself and what you're writing down. You're not gonna hand these in. I'm not gonna be collecting these. No one should be seeing them. This is just yours, okay? What is a healthy boundary? Okay, this is gonna be our last deep dive and we won't go deep anymore and then I'm gonna bring you right back up. So I'm preparing you, this is a deep one. I remember many years ago, <clears throat> as a CEO, uh, I was going through so much in my marriage. People didn't know, because on the outside, everything looks good, right? Probably like about half of you in this room, everything looks just so good, right? But we were just getting into a left and right, fighting left and right. I hated him, he probably hated me, whatever. Really, really bad. Kids out of control, my son in and out of the hospital. Friends betraying me, life falling apart, name something. It was just happening. And the economy, remember when the economy had that huge fall back in, what was it, late 80s, early 90s or something? All at the same time. And I began to develop some very bad habits. And I started going to the casino. And I started gambling and no one really knew. Because again, we can hide so well. Remember the bag example? Now let me go back there again. We can hide it really, really well. And I thought I had it under control because I was just going there just, you ever want to do something just to, what's the best way of putting it? You just want an escape route. That's probably the best way of putting it, an escape route. And so for me, because I, I don't get into television and movies and all of that stuff, I don't really go out to clubs and none of that. For me, going to casinos was a safe route for me. One, I was hoping to hit the jackpot so we can just solve all my financial problems. Two. Um, I was able to drown out all of the pressures and all of the troubles in the world that I was going through. And soon I began chasing that money. You know, I started losing a little bit more and then losing a little bit more. And what's so amazing about this is no one knew. No one knew that that's one of the main things I was struggling with. Now there are some other things, but I'm gonna try my best not to turn this into a podcast episode. <laughs> I could turn this into a podcast episode so fast it's not even funny. But I have to remember, uh, this is not a mentorship session. This is not an episode. I'm, I'm here to speak at a holiday event. So let me ask you the question. What is one hidden secret or one bad habit that you need to let go of? Now, before you write anything, hold on, because I know some of you are like, whoa, Z, we're here with our employees and we're here with our staff members. We can't do that. So I have a couple rules. Number one, I need you to cover your hand over what you're writing. I want everyone to do it. When you write, you cover your hand over it. And number two, if you feel it's something that's a bit sensitive, just code it. So for example, you can just put a little X. You can just put a star, I don't care what you do. You can just put something on there just to code it, but only you know what it is. What is this one bad thing, this one bad habit, something that you need to let go of? Now, you may have to get some professional care. You may have to get some, you know, some professional help. But what is that one thing? One thing that you need to let go of. And it doesn't have to be something so deep on my end. You know what I mean? Like the example I just gave, you know? But what is that one thing? Because remember we talked earlier that you are a gift? Remember we talked about how short and precious life is, you guys? I know you weren't expecting all of this, 
probably won't even invite me back to speak again. That's okay. But you got to know that I love you. And you got to know that I'm here because we get thousands and thousands of messages every freaking day from people that look just like you. And they are not doing good. So I would not be doing anyone in this room any justice if I don't be frank and honest with you. So even if you're not comfortable writing it now, and maybe it's something you want to do later when you're driving home, thinking about this or late at night, write it down, code it, put whatever it, you know, thing you want to put on it. Don't okay? drive. That's right. Don't, don't thank you, John. Don't, don't drive and uh, write, right? So that's that one. Now I'm going to pick you back up. And, and let me give some examples. It could be fear. It could be unforgiveness. It could be a number of things, right? doesn't have to be something so like, oh, I don't have an addiction. It could be anything. Last one. Let's go back to the happy place. Take out two cards. These will be the last two. There should be a total of 12 if I did this right. I want you to think of two things. You have two cards out, right? Two things, okay? Um, one, I want you to think of what gives you great peace in life, and the other one is what gives you great enjoyment. But hold on. But you don't get to do it often. So in the first card, I had you take out two cards. The first card is what is something that really just gives you peace? What is it that gives you peace? It really warms your heart. And you don't really get to do it often, but man, if you could, you would. Take a moment to think about that one. What's the first thing that comes to mind? What gives you peace? trying my best to help you all understand the gift that's inside of you and the value of time. And that second part of that was, what is it that gives you enjoyment in life? One thing, something that really gives you enjoyment, but you don't get to do it often. I want you to write that down. And while you're writing this down, I have one, anyone have one of those aunties that just texts you all the time? And I, if she's on this live, she's going to be like, baby, no, you were not talking about me. But anyway, you have one of those aunts that just texts you, right? And I love her to pieces. She texted me last night and she said, um, she didn't know I was speaking. She said, you know, the new success is inner peace and living a fulfilled life. And I said, ooh, auntie, that's such a good quote. I'm happy to use that. She said, new success is defined as truly having inner peace and have an enjoyment in life. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna add something on to that. I'm gonna add something on. What I'm gonna add on to that is, if you live your entire life and all you end up with is riches, then you're very poor. So I want you to write down what brings you peace and what brings you enjoyment. Now, here comes sort of a piece you probably didn't expect for me to say. Every person in this room, take out your cell phones. I'm going somewhere with this. Take out your cell phones. Everyone has a cell phone. Take them on out. Take out your cell phones. Now that you have your phones out, uh, first of all, put all those cards back in the box. Let me just say that if you're done with that, you can put them back in the box. So take out your cell phones. And I want everyone to go to their calendar on their phone. And you're going to create an event. I think that's what it's called. A reminder, event, whatever you want to call it. And uh, the title of the event, and I want you to put it just like I'm telling you, I am a gift, exclamation mark. <laughs> That's the title of the event that you're creating on your calendar. You're, we're not done yet. Don't close it out. So you're writing the event, I am a gift. Now I think what's next on there? Is it the time or is it the date? The date is next. So the very first date you're putting in is January 1st. 
So and put that date, January 1st. Then uh, what is the next thing on there? The end date? The end date is, let me just explain to you what you're going to be doing because I'm probably messing up the, the flow with it. But the first date should be January 1st and it should end with December 1st. I want you to set a monthly reminder for the first of the month, every month next year, January 1st all the way through to December 1st. And for the time, this is just my suggestion, I suggest the time you choose a time in the morning, sometime pretty early in the morning when you first get up. I want you to set that as your time. So if you did this right, you should have from January to December of next year, on the first day of every month, something should be sounding or going off on your phone at some point in the morning as a reminder. And let me explain to you why I just had you do this. I want you all to always be reminded that you are a gift. I want you to put this gift box someplace safe in your home, your car, wherever you want to put it. Please don't put it on the Christmas tree. Put it someplace safe, your closet someplace safe, and put it in a place where you know you're going to remember because you know how that gets when you hide something you don't even know where it's at. And here's what I'm asking for you to give yourself permission to do. Permission. Every month, when that reminder or that alarm goes off, I want you to go and get that gift box, same gift box you just put together. I want you to open it up, and I want you to take one of the cards out of that box. I don't care which one it is. It's up to you. And you're going to commit in that month to do it or to put it into action. Because I want you all to start realizing you are a gift and value your time. Every Can I get a show of hands of people that will at least attempt to do it? Okay, I see almost every hand up in the room. Every month, the first of the month, your alarm should be going off. And you should be going to your little quiet place and opening up this box and taking something out and deciding what is it in this month that I'm going to do. Now, there's some extra cards in each box because you know how that goes. By the time you get home, you'll probably think, oh, I should have put this, I should have put that. So that's why you have some extra cards in there. And yes, my staff, we, we did all of that for you. Kinkos and everything, am I right? Get it all together. So every single month. Now, very quickly, turn your boxes over. Two of your uh, boxes, there's two boxes in this room that should have a little star. Um, do you have the books to give out? Yeah. So if there's a star under, uh, under your box, I would like for you to raise your hand. Ooh, there's one. And is there another one? There should be another one way in the back. I see it. So you all are getting a free copy of my book, Necessary. I believe it's an autographed copy. I won't go into detail all about it, but I'll just say I pray that you read it. And before we close out really quickly, I just want to read one affirmation from a chapter in my book called If greatness could speak. So listen to that title. This is what greatness would say if it were able to speak to you. So if greatness could speak is taken from chapter 20, and that's page 232. Let me turn to it really quickly. Every chapter starts off with an affirmation, and I'm only going to read the affirmation, because I believe somebody in this room needs to hear these words. Okay, chapter 20, affirmation, if greatness could speak. I'm sorry you had to endure many hardships and dig deep valleys to find me, for I do not lay atop the soil. I waited patiently as I watched you search for me in relationships, careers, and affirmations from others. I'm sorry you did not recognize me when you looked in the mirror and doubted yourself, your talents, and your abilities. 
I'm sorry you did not hear my whispers when you felt powerless. I was there through every setback you experienced, every trial and every tribulation, every painful, discouraging moment of your life. And I was there when you didn't believe in yourself. I was always there waiting for you to discover me. I was there when you felt you couldn't go another day. I was there when everyone you thought you could depend on turned around and walked away. I wrapped myself around you and held you closely on the days you felt the pain was unbearable. I never let you go. I never lost my grip and I never will. At last you have found me. At last you have discovered I was always within you. Thank you all for allowing me to keynote at this year's annual holiday.